Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for April, nope, May 8th. <laughs> you taking us back in time. 12? No. You would think I would have known that it was Mother's Day since I just made us Mother's Day wine slushies. Mm, delicious. For while we are recording. But we are having tropical wine slushies. Yay. Pretending we're in a tropical paradise. Yes. Real quick. I mean, it's not like a total reality check, but it was so hot on Friday and our pool finally got open this week. And I saw the forecast for the weekend because I was like, oh, I could have Mother's Day in the pool. And I was like, no, I'm not because it's not going (laughs) to be. I got in for an hour on Friday. It was fantastic. And I live right around the corner from a little winery storefront that sells wine slushies so on my way home i was like i'm getting a wine slushie grabbing my book and i'm gonna sit in the water for an hour and i did and it was great you deserve time like that and then it was really cold (laughs) (laughs) but it was like 85 degrees here it was very nice on friday i'm definitely ready for that weather to stay but then it'll be too hot and that's why I have a pool. But not everyone has a pool. She's acting like she doesn't get invited to my Never pool. Never invited. Shut up. <laughs> so we have a few 411s. I had a couple people really appreciating my fireworks. Okay. Like, it, I don't think that's really going to be his business, but no. I just think it would be really funny if it was. All right. So what were the pipelines? That's what I'm trying to find. It might have only been that. Just ha ha ha. That was so funny. Oh, but I can't find it. Okay. So I had a thought because 
we'll get to it, but there was a little something said that I text you and was like, hey. So originally we were going to play the Guess Who game today because Mother's Day, we didn't really want to do anything. And then Sam said something this week and I was like, oh. Yes. That would be such a good Mother's Day episode to talk about the messed up relationship of Sam and Alexis, like how they met each other and everything. Remember how last week I said that, was it last week, whenever it was, that Victor and the Cassadine guys have a sister and her last name is Davidovich, Davidovich, whatever. That was Alexis's name that she grew up with. Oh. What if Sophia is who raised? Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. That would make sense. Yes. So that was it. But yeah. So we are going to be talking about Sam and Alexis on this one Thursday. And they're a messed up relationship. Oh, did you watch any of it? <laughs> I did. Oh my gosh. I got sucked into the JSAM 2006 because that's when all the juicy stuff happened. Mm. Anything with Jason's juicy. <laughs> but also... It was. It got sad because Epiphany was in it, and she was still newer. Oh. Everyone's like, "Who's that nurse?" And they're like, "Oh, Epiphany." Like, yeah, her. So we're not going to give too much away, but that's what we're going to be talking about Thursday. And I have a thought later on, maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe you'll be thinking. Did you have anything? No. Okay. So Hulu headlines. Sure. Oh, do we want? I don't. I, I didn't don't even want, write it down. I don't I, want to. Oh, for five seconds, I kind of forgot. I didn't write it down until it's like, oh crap. There's no way that people don't know, right? So obviously, we're talking about the passing of Jackie Zeman, and it just came as such a shock. Yeah. And then they finally released that she had been battling cancer, and only the, short term though. So yes. it was only. I mean, recent. I'm not anyone to judge how someone dies, but I feel like if you have to go, that's the way to go is not struggling with it for months and months. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, you know, prayers to her family, her daughters. I love all the different lovey messages oh. that the different cast members have been putting out. And Ken made the cutest reel. He went to their favorite booth at a restaurant and had a drink for her. And Aww, I did not see that yet. Some of- yeah, it's. I was trying to not see too much sad because I am seriously sad. Yeah. She just, again, we get so wrapped up in the story, which is what we're supposed to, that sometimes we do forget that they're real people. And so you just expect them to live on forever. Yeah. And I mean, she's been on the show forever. So. And Anthony Gary did release I saw something. His. his was beautiful. Oh. I mean, and he did release something about um, Sonia Eddy also. But yes. It wasn't immediate, but this was that day. And it said, for 40 years, I was fortunate enough to play Jackie Zeman's big Do you brother want me to read this? in General Hospital. In all those years, I never heard her utter one disparaging word about any actor, crew member, or coworker. In fact, I never heard Jackie express an unkind word about anyone ever. In a highly competitive profession where egos, feelings, and emotions are bread and butter, I found this quality to be extremely rare. I expect it will be even more rare now that dear Jackie is gone. She is quite simply one of the kindest, sweetest people I have ever known. I will miss her laugh and the deep soulful look in her eyes whenever she expressed the love and pride she had of her two lovely daughters. Tonight, I already miss her and I feel a powerful ache where Jackie's smile used to be. Beautiful. 
So his first words coming back aren't going to be Barbara Jean. No. I know that I've been against him coming back just because of like my own personal right. <laughs> stuff. Please, but, dear God. Yes. Listen, I don't have much. I'll buy him the plane ticket. <laughs> I I could can be possibly talked into taking a lean out on one of my kids. <laughs> They're not sellable, but on Etsy because you made them. Yep. But yeah, so that's just. And of course, everyone's like, "Well, when are they going to do the tribute? We're not going to get one." They're six weeks out with recording anyway. Right. I don't feel like we're going to see one until the fall. I mean, and, and not for nothing, she wasn't on daily to begin with for the past few years. Right. So, yes, there is a hole. I want to see Carly take over Kelly's. I think it would be perfect since she was just talking about how they still used Aunt Ruby's yes. apple pie recipe. Did she say apple pie or just pie? Whatever. Peach pie, wasn't it? Okay. That would make sense. And I don't know. I think that that would be an interesting. Mm -hmm. It's going to be really interesting to see what they do with Carly. Yeah. I, feel, I mean, she's I only her friend, bad. according oh to God. one video that we watched. That video was ridiculous. And her Talked dear friend. about Lucas right. and how her son Lucas, and he hasn't been seen on, like, in town for years. And then her good friend Carly. Yeah. But no, no. Her daughter? Literally said her last name was Carly Spencer also. <laughs> right. At least if they had said Carly Corinthos, maybe they... Next no. up? Yeah, no. 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 Nope. Oh. Okay, I'm sure that they could not have foreseen this happening. Although, given how involved Bobby was with the nurse's ball, I'm not convinced that they didn't know. Yeah. To some degree. However, I'm not... I do think that that's a possibility because she was so involved. They did, like, the little mini tribute. Right. Whatever. That would have been a better time for Carly to change her last name to Spencer. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Okay. Well, whatever they do with it, I'm sure it will be a beautiful tribute. They did a great job with Epiphany, and so they have so much more material for Bobby. <sighs> it's definitely going to make us cry. Yeah. And we have already decided that we are going to dedicate the summer to Bobby Spencer's story. So similar to what we did with Alan, we're just going to go week by week. Talking about Bobby, see where the little adventure takes us. Obviously, if something pops up in between that needs, like, immediately addressed, we'll take care of that. But, yeah, so if you have any favorite memories, I guess, or I, I loved seeing everyone pop on social media saying, I started the year that she started. And, you know, I remember when she came on screen or something. So, yeah, share your Bobby stories with us. That's it. That's all we want to talk about this week. <laughs> all right. Now get into Halo headlines. Upbeat. Yes. Move forward. On Monday, Dex steals time with Jocelyn. Is it really stealing time still? Everyone knows about them. They make love, so they're stealing time. Okay. Yep. On Tuesday, Michael and Willow share a moment. Uh, sure. I feel like that could have been more of a, have a difficult discussion. Right. Share a moment. They're sharing lots of moments because she's going in for chemo. Yep. Wednesday, Tracy shares her theory. Okay. Thursday, Chase throws himself into work. Back, no, into work, sorry. Okay. And on Friday, Michael makes a big decision. That was true. Yes. I'll give them Friday. <laughs> okay. Where do we... 
Okay, so ignoring all those headlines. Uh huh. My biggest issue with this week. I like how she jumps to my biggest issue. I'm jumping to my biggest issue this week. Okay. We'll see if it's the same as mine. So were. Oh no, Spencer might be dead. The boat blew up. Oh my gosh, blah, 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 blah. And they're sitting in the waiting room to figure out when the plane's going to come and get them so they can go back to Port Charles. And Trina's insistent he's not dead, blah, blah, blah. And then WSB guy, Hersley. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. You mean the, the one in somewhere the one, in Greenland? The one that took them to see the body. Yeah, I don't okay. think that was Hersley. Hersley is in Port Charles. Okay, but again, WSB trained professional. It's not a mortician? Takes them to question, is this the body of your 20-something friend you think is dead? I meant to say coroner, by the way, not mortician. Right. And Yeah, we knew. You knew it. Not, maybe not, but. And then. Maybe the person. No. Maybe that person hadn't seen what was in no. the bag. No. There is no way, working for the WSB, that you had sheets of paper that said, still missing, Victor Cassidine and Spencer Cassidine, with descriptions of them. And it's not like the bodies had been lost, so we could attribute it to bloating and stuff right. like that that would be in the water. I mean, and it was pretty cold. That would probably be less likely to happen as quickly. Exactly. So then he... We need Mythbusters to figure this out. <laughs> he unzips the bag and she's like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, that's not Spencer. Of course that's not Spencer. But first of all, why were they asking Trina to identify? Trina shouldn't have been identified. Valentine, though, for a second, I was like, oh. Yeah. And then... <laughs> yes, it should have been Valentine identifying the body. Trina shouldn't have been there. And even if she was there, it should have just been, can you confirm that this is Victor Cassidine and not Spencer? Because we obviously are already assuming this is Victor because he's like 70 years old compared to Spencer that's 20-something. Right. That was the stupidest <gasps> moment ever. Because, again, WSB trained person. So... Is Victor really dead? Is that WSB guy still hanging around from when he was director and likes him and helped with the, I don't know. I hope he's I still. I know, I know. But, I mean, we saw him before. I know. And thought he was dead. I know, but I really, I, do. I really hope he's dead. I know that's not nice to say in the real world, but it's today. I really hope Victor is dead because he has traumatized enough people. Yes. And then my other... But we still didn't get a full answer. I mean, he just started talking about how he wanted to save the world's climate. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't actually have a plan. No. It's not like he said, and then we are going to X, Y, Z. No, his plan this was, is going to... we're going to get rid of 80% of the people and 20% of the people will use up less resources than 100% of the people would. And so that's how we're going to save the world. Except for, you know what happens then? There's not enough plots and cemeteries because not everybody gets cremated. And then you have to remove trees in order to create those spaces for the burial plots that some people might want to have. So now we just lost trees and the entire ecosystem that goes around with it. We've already seen it in our area. 
areas are flooding that have never flooded before because they removed all these trees. And guess what? The roots aren't soaking up the water anymore. So now the hillsides are waterfalls. Yes, there. Thank you for all that information. And uh, I'm assuming you have healthy couples that are then going to produce more children that are also going to need these resources. So it won't be as fast, but eventually, like you're not only sticking with 20% right. and you can't control unless you're actually trying to control it. You can't control that per one person that dies, one baby is born. Right. So, yeah. And I believe that birth stats are less now. Like less people are having kids. Then maybe like, I he believe take that... that into account. Okay. Maybe he did. Well, I'll give Victor the benefit of the doubt. He took that into account. I am thinking he probably didn't. I don't know. I did love that Holly let him know. She made sure yes. that a 70-something-year-old man could no longer have children. Mm-hmm. Cool. She took care of that. But then we see them all walking, and Valentine was carrying Ace, giving Trina a little breaky break. Mm-hmm. And they see something put their hand out of the water. And it's Spencer. Who looked like really dry. They <laughs> recreated the notebook so perfectly, though. Like, that was a perfect notebook scene. Oh, okay. That's what I, as soon as she jumped up on him, I'm like, okay, Rachel McAdams. <laughs> that was a perfect jump. Yeah. And he, like, held her. That was good. I bet they watched Dirty Dancing and The Notebook. <laughs> like, a hundred like, times over. Now, how do you lift? <laughs> Go in the water. <laughs> That's how you perfect your lifts. No, that was really cute. I was I was fine with their reunion. And obviously, I'm glad that Spencer's okay because I would be sad if he was not. But I just thought that whole identifying the body scene was stupid. Yeah. If you're a WSB agent that doesn't know the difference between a 20-something and 70-something, you should not be a WSB agent. I will, I will agree with that one, yeah. But then Trina did call Joss from Greenland. And I'm really impressed she knew her phone number. I am too. Yeah, because I don't know your phone number. I'm sorry. No, I only know one of our friend's phone numbers, and it's very repetitive. Okay. And that's why. I think I, I only know my mom's phone number and my ex's phone number. Those are the only phone numbers I... Oh, and Matt's, because it's only two digits off from mine, because oh. we signed up at the same time. Yeah. But... Mm-mm. I don't know my kids. I know I could identify them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I do know them, but... Yeah, no. Uh, Bullet to my head or gun to my head, maybe, but just sitting here casually. Uh uh. No, not willing to risk it. Nope. I don't know them. In fact, I dropped something off for um, Ryan's dad this week, and they were like, okay, well, what's his phone number? And I was like, no, you don't want to call his son, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, okay, what's that number? And I'm like, hold on. And I pulled on my phone. It was like, blah, blah, blah. And the lady's looking at me like, really? Didn't you just say that was your fiance? Yes, I did. I still don't know his phone number. Hey. Do you know your husband's? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure I know the kids. <laughs> they know their phone numbers. That's what matters the most. And they know mine. I don't know that my kids even do know their phone numbers. I think they look it up to, like, tell it to me. But anyway. Oh. Good job, Do Josh. you know your phone number? <laughs> I know my own phone number. There are lots of people who don't know their own phone number. Well, th- you could have explained it away with Ryan on, well, he wants his work phone number to be used. And you just don't know his work phone number. Oh, I could have lied, but I didn't. I didn't, li- I didn't feel the need to lie to the lady. It was just one of those funny things of, yep, 
I don't know his number. Sorry. So then on the way back. Okay. This is my second pet okay. peeve of the week. Go ahead. So Joss can call Trina and um, Portia was told. And Trina so called Joss. Oh, that's what I mean. I don't know if I'm that sorry. really matters, but. No, no, it does. Because, okay. yeah, Joss wouldn't be calling Trina because she wouldn't know Trina was okay. Trina called Joss. Um, they called Portia. Portia called Tagger. Like, okay, all these people. Nobody called Esme until Ace was actually there. And even then, Spencer was like, meh, I wasn't really going to call her. And Laura was like, oh, I just called her because that was the right thing to do. So I'm going to give Laura the benefit of the doubt that who was Esme with? Nobody. So she had nobody there to support her as she received that phone call. She would still need somebody there. But nobody was there when she did call her. But Laura was in town. She said, hey, come on over. Okay. And she was there for her. Think about that. She'd be, if you got a phone call mid-air with something about your kid, like, I don't know. I feel like I'd be more impatient over that rather than why haven't we just heard something? But I would want to be there when he got there. I just think Laura was probably, I need to be in town there for her when, because unless she was with Kevin, in which case she should have called Kevin and said, hey, Kevin, Kevin you need take- to have the conversation with Esme and bring her to the hospital. We'll meet you there. Yes. But if Esme was completely by herself, well, she I would have like had no one to go to. Kevin should have made himself available. He should have been there too. Where was he not speaking of? Well, Laura did say she was not speaking for him. However, everybody's moving in with Laura. Well, Kevin did agree. She said. Yeah, but... He wasn't there know. to see his wife come home? I don't what know. Heck? Well, like Laura was telling Curtis that, I mean, she's been going through this for years. Kevin's like, she got this far. <laughs> no, I don't care how many dangerous adventures I go on and almost die or someone in my family almost dies. When I come home, I expect my husband to be there. I'm not saying I disagree. I'm just saying he wasn't there. But... Yeah, Laura was telling Curtis about all the psychological pain that she's overcome. And he goes, yeah, and your last link to the Cassidines and Luke just exploded. Why couldn't you have just left it at the Cassidines? Yeah. Like, yes, they were divorced, but he, she's always his angel. Yep. They share kids. They do. And no, it's not his last link because, again, they have two children together. They do. And grandkids. Like, that's not the last link. And at this time, Bobby's still around. Right. You know, so no. No. That, that, that's not her last that was an link. unnecessary comment, Curtis. But he did say, or she said that it was a bittersweet weight that was lifted. It's still not even to the Cassidines. I mean, maybe in that negative sense of hopefully there's no one else trying to kill you. But her grandsons are Cassidines. Her son is a Cassidine. But Valentine told Victor this name will basically no longer mean the way that you guys. Yes. He's like, no, this new generation coming up is going to change this. And I'm like, yes, yes. (laughs) And rewatching all this early 2006 stuff with Tyler Christopher as Nicholas, totally different. Yeah. We liked Marcus Coloma. We just felt like he turned it into a different, he was a darker. He was, but we liked it once we got used to it. Obviously enjoyed talking to him back in November. I think it's also an age thing. Like, we watched Tyler Christopher Nicholas grow up. Ish, yes. So he, like, we saw the teenage early 20s, whatever it was supposed to be, of 
him and Emily courting and blah, blah, blah. And he was always. Oh, no. This is when she was with Sonny. And we will talk about that. No, I just mean. A little bit. Yes. I just mean. (laughs) Double A. I just mean. Since we saw him as a child-ish growing up. I feel like we had. He still had that like little bit of tenderness to him that we remembered as him being a kid, even whenever he was being a jerk. Mm-hmm. And uh, Marcus, we've only seen either in his lovey state with Ava or yes. his like dark cast and eye. Yes. And that's why it was easier to hate him, even though we love him. Yes. Okay. Yes. There we go. All right. I don't know where else I was going to say go was, other than well, my complaints. <laughs> well, and then they went to the hospital, though, and had him checked out. Austin. Yes. Spencer, Laura, you're not the mom. You know. Bye-bye. But I love that Laura brought him a lollipop. Mm -hmm. And Nicholas Chavez did say that orange is his favorite. (laughs) Um, But Baby Ace is fine, which we all knew he was going to be. And Esme is just over the moon. Yes. So... She is a good mom. We have to give her that. But when Spencer was leaving, he kind of just like tapped Trina on the shoulder like, hey, good game. Yeah, I don't know what that was. I mean, I understand him not wanting to. He already knows that Portia does not care too much for him. So, of course, he's not going to be like, hey, come here. Let's hug and kiss this out. But at least a longing look as he's leaving. Right. She looks confused. talking to her parents like. Yeah, not a good time for you to come over right now. But instead, just a good game, good game, good game, good game. Right. She looked confused with the, like, what are you doing? You're not right. even going to be like, bye, blah, 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 or see you later. That was weird. It was. But finally, Taggart shows up. I like that they gave him a reason why he wasn't there, that they used his anger and said that he was so angry when he found out and he was trying to, you know, get out that they had to detain him. <laughs> what did they what did they say hold on i did not write that down i'm sorry detained because he lost his temper trying to get to trina okay that makes sense i loved it well we just love taggart so. yes and then Portia's like listen you did not like the cassadines when nicholas was getting with your sister how about you help me keep his son from your daughter yeah that's not gonna go over well and that's what he said he's like mm-mm you can't tell her that right now because he literally, they literally just saved each other's lives. Mm-hmm. There's no way you're going to convince her that he's a bad guy at this point. At least let the high of just escaping death wear off before we try to have this conversation. And Taggart kept repeating how intelligent Trina is. She's not going off of emotions right now. She's not just the young girl in love. No, she's a pretty level-headed woman. Yes. Who has already thought about the fact that she shouldn't be with Spencer. So, yeah, I guess we'll see where that goes. But then Trina decided and she wants that test. And I get I like that they waited for that to be the reason why. Mm -hmm. So and that she told them it wasn't like a, oh, I'm going to go do this with Curtis. And then Taggart finds out she went to him first and was like, nothing's going to change you being my dad. And he was awesome like he always is and was like, of course not, But the kiddo. look of pain as he hugged her. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. Oh, I think everybody knows. Yeah. But it was a good scene. Good scene. It was. So we can just stick on the hospital then, Willow. Sure. They're finally following what 
lots of people had been upset about with Willow needing to go in and be in isolation and receive her chemo because before the wedding, there were many people who said, this is totally unrealistic. So they finally put that in there that she needs to be fully isolated and have whatever chemo to kill the bad cells. And then Aunt Liesl went and donated hers. Why didn't she have to be isolated and tested like crazy, considering she was just kidnapped by a madman with a deadly pathogen taken to a foreign country? Yet no precautions? Maybe they ran special blood tests. Who knows? In five minutes? I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on GH. (laughs) I just... Sure. That's how it worked. Five-minute blood test. And all is good, so we can take her bone marrow and be fine. But I did like that Michael was talking with her about, hey, remember, we still have to go to Paris. Yes. And Michael was really sweet. And I liked the phone call between Aunt Liesl and Willow. And then Mm -hmm. Joss, too, where she's like, just tell me something normal. And Joss is like, well, I have been dating this guy. Yeah. And then ironically, at the same time, up on the roof, we haven't been on the roof in a while since we were looking well, for that elevator Before you thing. get there, though, we have to finish Michael and Willow's conversation oh. because somehow she's the only person that seemed to make Michael realize that he has two younger sisters, too. What? Forgot about those. That's, that's what I'm kind of not liking about this because even though Michael, the first time that Michael cut Sonny out of his life was when he got custody of Avery. Mm-hmm. He was fighting for his siblings. Right. The fact that he did not take all of them into consideration before all of this and Willow is like, your sisters are going to hate you. Maybe not Christina. She's going to pick Sonny, but maybe not Christina. But Avery and Donna are. Yes. Right. And what's that going to do to the relationship with our kids that are close in age to them? Yeah. And I just... I don't feel like the situation, I don't feel like Sunny being with Nina, even going to court with her. I understand not talking to him anymore. I understand not, you know, I understand that. I understand that's, that can be a, a bottom line, but to go to the point where you're about to destroy and have him incarcerated and all that stuff over it is so extreme for Michael to make that choice. That would affect his sisters. Right. Again, if it had been something like how he wound up getting custody of Avery because there was a specific dangerous situation going on at the time. And not just his sisters. You would think that he would have started second guessing when it came out that Sonny is the one that helped Carly by telling, not telling them, but making the where is Drew line look like he's somewhere right. different. And so right. that helped Carly out. Carly telling Dante. By the way, your dad manipulated the system to get me out of the holding cell or the interrogation room, whatever. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I don't want to know. Dante doesn't. Right. But she's just like, oh, yeah, your dad totally did that for me. (laughs) We're still BFFs. How about we tell the cop? Right. Talk about putting in an awkward position. Oh, my goodness gracious. But, yeah. so, So then Michael on the rooftop. Yes, on the rooftop with Dex, tells Dex that he changed his mind thanks to Willow and that he is not going to be using the footage to have charges brought against Sonny. And Dex says exactly what everyone's thinking. Where does that leave him? Yeah, He has to work for Sonny for the rest of his life or he has to disappear or he's going to be dead. 
Yeah. I think it's, and then Michael's like, oh, you mean you've grown close to Joss? And he's like, no, I've kind of grown close to oxygen. <laughs> like, right, right. Maybe right. I kind of like I do that. really like your sister, but I like breathing in general also. Yes. I don't know. I don't. And Michael's like, you're on your own? Right. I can't help you. He should have at least offered, here's some extra cash to get out of town. Instead, right. he's like, no, nope, And sorry. I have a private plane. I will send Joss to you, you know. Something, anything. And then Dex ends up talking to Joss saying that he needs to say goodbye. Yeah. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Well, but earlier in the week when they got word that Spencer and Trina were on their way home and he's basically saying, like, I really don't understand your relationship with Spencer and she's saying, well, he's stubborn and he's arrogant and he's entitled. And he <laughs> said, so you're two of a kind. <laughs> Dex's favorite line all week. Yep. That was great. She was like, no, he, well, I was spoiled as a child, but he was worse. And he's like, uh-huh. Uh, okay. I am not buying that. And then he wants to teach her how to cook, which I love. Yes. Mm-mm-mm. I like teaching how to cook. I like fun. learning from someone that looked like Dex. <laughs> Okay, you have to stop that because he is your son's age. No, because again, yeah. this is fantasy world. So he's not. I can't get over that when I when fantasy I look at fantasy world or yeah, I'm just like, oh god, you're close to my son's age. I can't think you're hot. Okay, so in my mind, I am still like 29, and the imaginary character of Dex on GH is like 26. So, yes, I can appreciate the okay. time he's put into his physique. Okay. In real, actual life? No. Ew, that's gross. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as long as we have a... That's, that's the line. Okay. But the character that I play that's 29 in GH would like to also take cooking lessons from Dex. How about that? Gotcha. Boom. And then Valentine went and met with Sonny. And Sonny's like, so who and Pikeman just tried to have me killed? And he's like, dude, I don't know. I told you it was dangerous to begin with and that they're moving dangerous things. I didn't think they'd try that first time, but they're moving dangerous things and it's all for the military. So what, what do you want you me expect? to say? Yeah. Well, but then he basically said, but it's, it, it's almost like a good thing though, because they're distributing it to people so that they have it for defense of the bigger problem. And he's like, so you're telling me countries are coming after me now? I'm like, right. Is that is that how I understood that correctly? Like, that's what Valentine was like, no, 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 but it's okay. It's spread out. I don't think the countries were coming after Sonny. I think that he was trying to say 
that although it's bad to distribute explosives that are illegal, it's okay because it's going to help the little people. Robin Hooding explosives. Okay. Yes. I wonder if Ethan has something to do with that because he's been doing that with money for the orphanages. Yeah, I wasn't really understanding the conversation or the point of the conversation with Valentine because he's like, dude, I told you I was just the middleman. I don't know what else you want me to say. I'm not right. actually in this. I was just connecting two parties. One thing we forgot to talk about at the hospital was Sam filling Nina in on the oh. details of the wedding. And that's actually why yes. we're doing the 411. Yes. That was so good. And she was very nice to Nina, even though we know that not everyone loves Nina. She was like, the bride looked beautiful. The girls were adorable. Wiley was the best ring bearer ever. She gave general descriptions that she would have told, you know, the waitress at Kelly's if they asked, oh, how was the wedding you just came from or something. I think she realized Nina wasn't looking for gossip or dirt or anything. Like she she was looking for no. Because you could just see like the empathy suddenly switch on. And she was like... Okay. Right. And here's so, this, that. Here's the, like, the baseline scoop. I'm not going to give you, you know, their, an exact recital of their vows and that type of intimate info. I'm just going to tell you it was lovely, blah, blah, blah. And then she said, just give it a chance. Maybe you and uh, Willow can get a relationship together. It took me and my mom a while. And Nina's like, really? I didn't know. Blah, 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 blah. Well, you're going to find out on Thursday. That's right. Oh, it's a mess. But it's still better than... Because the whole time I'm watching, I'm comparing. And I'm like, "Mm mm-mm. But Alexis didn't do that. Right. And most of it's in the attitude. Yes. It really is. It's in your intention, if you will. Yep. Which we had a discussion about last week. And I was listening to a book. And I actually wrote it down because it was such a good quote. Because I was listening to the book uh, Fair Play. Okay. And it's about an equal balance of workloads. Okay. And Oprah said, intention is one with cause and effect. Intention determines outcome. Okay. I agree with that. Yeah. Intention matters, though. It determines the outcome. So if you get a bad outcome, it means you had a bad intention. Mm. Yeah. Mm. We all heard her say she agreed first. No, I don't agree with that whole sentence. Good intentions pave the way to... No, that's not what Oprah said. Sorry. (laughs) So... (laughs) But that's not what Oprah said. Are we friends it with Oprah is. now, too? That's what was in the book that Oprah said it. <laughs> okay. It's a really good book, Fair Play. And then Sam ref- referenced Silas to Dante. And yes. was like, but totally blew off. Oh, I knew her husband for a minute uh-huh. when she was in a coma. No. Mm-mm. No. There's, there is a tiny bit about that on Thursday, too. But that's another... Yeah, those were good scenes. That was like where it started. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I forgot about this. Yeah. Huh. But then Nina did take her advice and pleaded with Carly. Carly didn't know what to say. She's like, wait, what? Why are you stopping me? What are you saying? Like, she looked around. It was like, are we on candid camera? What's going on here? But she apologized to Carly for the way that she treated Willow. Mm-hmm. And basically said, I know this probably isn't going to happen. But if there's any way, you can at least help me Help me find a way, right? She asked yes. for help on herself, yes. not on making Willow change her mind. Which right. That's how you get results is you work on yourself. But that was an unfair. Change starts with you. It was unfair. <laughs> because Carly doesn't have all the information. And she's no. kind of like wishy-washy. So she asked that of Carly after the conversation with Sam. Then she met Ava, Ava for the Savoy. drinks. 
and is like, my daughter asked me for one thing and I don't think I can give it to her because I already messed up. And Ava's trying to be supportive. She's like, yeah, but that happened before she asked you. So maybe you can still move forward. But Ava should also be like, I literally told you every single thing that just happened would happen. Yep. But Ava's pretty good at not saying I told you so to her friend. She kind of, she gave her the look of a, yeah, do you remember that whole conversation we had before you called? Right. Like we discussed like, this already. In detail. Several times I told you, no, 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 no. But this way, but this way. Yes. So she's trying to be encouraging to her and say, but this is a new like beginning because she just asked you this and blah, blah, blah. And Nina does actually say what I think is the right thing of I'm going to go to Willow and tell her that I was the one that did this. But I just felt like it was, if you ask Carly for a new beginning after all this comes out, maybe. But to ask Carly for, like, help kind of, not fresh start, like they're going to well, be friends. Well, she doesn't like, know that you're who just right. did that to her. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. If, if she helps you, and again, she wasn't asking her to, like, tell Willow, oh, be nice to your mom, blah, blah, blah. But just kind of, you know, leave it open and help them both sides kind of build the bridge encourage it or whatever if i did that for you and then found out that you were the one that got me arrested right the heck that i'm going to bring down on you is a hundred times worse than what i've already been doing it would be like if ava didn't find out until after she and nina were friends that she was the one who had right. done that yeah because ava made the choice of forming a friendship with her after having all the info yes should definitely have all the info before making decisions as ava pretty much told Nina, by the way, um, Sonny's never going to have your back over Carly. So you're going to have to be prepared for that one. I loved it. And then Scott came in and was like, I just tried to make up with Liesl and it didn't go so well. <sighs> I felt bad for Liesl. She's like, listen, I do love you. I thought about you the whole time I was there. But at the end of the day, you took the side of Elizabeth over Brit, and I can't forgive that. I think she'll come around, but I hope so. I like them as a couple. It just hurt to see Scott like that. And I mean, Scott has done so many shady things, but Liesl makes him a good man. Mm -hmm. A weird man, but a good <laughs> man. <laughs> but would you have pictured 90 Scott going around calling someone my schnitzel? No. No. No, I like them together. I hope they work it out. But I felt bad for Liesl to have to be in that position of like, I love you, but I just don't know how to do this. Yep. So also at the Savoy, Nakia gave Ms. Wu a mocktail. Yes. Whose idea was that one? <laughs> I don't know. Could it be Shannon's? Perhaps. Perhaps. And then Cody shows up and is like, hey, can I get in this game? And Miss Wu's like, no, because no one wants to play with a common criminal. And he tells her how's it, how's it is. He did. How it is. And says, I know I was set up. She's framing me because she knows that I know that she gave you that garage that she didn't have access to. And Miss Wu has to respect the fact that when he, she basically said, and why didn't you tell Sasha? And he's like, I don't want to hurt her like that. You know, it was, and he does, it is difficult for him to prove right now. Right. So. But I guess Gladys and Sasha came back because of Willow's procedure finally getting bumped up. Right. And now Gladys is rebooking their luxury spa weekend or whatever. And, and it just makes you mad because oh. she's like, I can't cancel it. And Sasha's like, go ahead and reschedule it with upgrades and then they'll let you do it. I'll pay. It's fine. 
And did, wasn't it to Carly that Sasha said she's become complacent with Gladys? Yeah. It's like, no, 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 no. If you want to get back to being legally able to take care of yourself, you need to not be letting somebody else make your decisions. Right. And like being the one controlling everything. Like she's trying to keep her off of the home and heart. Yep. I liked that scene with Maxie. She's like, look, you can tell me no if you need to tell me no, but I think you're going to be mad at yourself. Yes. I think you need to prove to everyone that you've come back from that and that you are able to handle this. And everyone sympathizes with what you went through because it was an awful, awful loss. And they will be cheering you on as you do this show perfectly. And I have confidence that you will. Right. I thought it was good. Yeah. But Gladys saying, I refuse to let her do that. Like, come on. That is red flag. Right. Right. It's supposed to be a conversation if you are disagreeing with the person you're in charge of. But they're launching a new skincare device called the Deceptor. Why do I feel like a future storyline is going to be one way that the product went wrong and people were hurt and someone's going to be sued? Like, it's going to cause burns, right? Like, that's going to happen. It sounds like it's uh, another Cassidine for something <laughs> like an ex- like I just fi- picture like oh is it like an exfoliator or something because I'm like yeah someone's gonna get hurt and sue and then it's gonna be what do we do and then Gladys where'd all my money go yeah that would be good I I wasn't taking it that far I don't normally take things that far until I'm talking about them here and then I just go <laughs> go for the good stuff and then Brooke or Tracy asked Brooklyn to go back to work for deception because she got chase his job back. Yeah. So no, that's, mm-mm. but I didn't know why. Did she say why? And I missed it. No, she, okay. I think she wants to. And this is the annoying part is Tracy just congratulated Ned on not, but thinking that he did call the sec on Carly because that's correct. However, is that what she's trying to do with deception is she's trying to find out what's going on so she can, Put an influx of cash in there because that's not right. Like that's the same thing. It is. Except for question. If your son opened a business or was like a C-level mm-hmm. would and they were publicly traded, would you own stock in it? I feel like this is a trick question. No, just in general. Okay. If you were allowed to. So I actually don't. No, you have to be able to because all the. Yeah. Okay. But would you already own stock? Like when they first say, mom, we're going public. And it's public knowledge to everyone that they're going public. This really, honest to God, is not a trick question. I'm just asking you. <laughs> it's his company. No, it's not his company. It's just a company he works for. Well, because Michael didn't open Aurora. Right. He didn't start Aurora. That was Sam and Drew. But now he's like the top. Isn't he like chief manager? Like yeah. he's the operations manager, right? Right. So he's like one of the top head honchos. If you're already an investor and your son gets some kind of... If my son goes and works for some publicly traded company that I have no idea, I'm probably going to buy some stock because I want to support my son. Yeah, I don't know. You're pulling a me and going way too far thinking into this. I, Carly owned zero stock in Aurora or ELQ before this whole thing. Like she never thought when she thought that I Drew think- was Jason and when that whole thing was starting. Yeah, my problem with Carly is the amount that she put in. She wanted to support her son. She went from zero to that. Right. That's what I'm saying. It would have looked less suspicious. I don't know if mom had already had. Right. If she'd already had a substantial amount of stock. Yes. And it just blew my mind that she did not already own stock. Like she had nothing already invested in Aurora. That that just blew my mind. 
Really? It was Sam and Drew's, like you said. Why would she invest in them? But when Michael got involved. I don't know. Michael was involved. Because the merger didn't happen, but they're still public. They are public. I'm not saying she would have given Sam and Drew the seed money. Right. But once they became an established business and Sam was like, hey, Michael, can you come take over? I feel like Carly would be like, oh, sure. Okay, here. I'll at least buy a couple stocks from you. Yeah, I would not go. Either I would have been invested from the beginning and then maybe added more trying to show support for the merger. Again, not thinking about it as insider trading, just trying to support my son. But I would never have not invested at all. And then that's what I'm saying here. Let me put my whole life savings into this because that is absolutely what makes it look shady. Because I'm so saying I was just so shocked that Carly had zero right in the company at all. I would have stayed at zero or I would have been in beforehand. Yeah. So Olivia and Ned confronted Olivia and Brooklyn confronted Ned. And he's like, dude, I didn't do it. Oh, he's like, no, seriously, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I know I threatened it before, but it wasn't me. And they do not believe him. No. And then he swore on Grandma Lila, though. And then Brooklyn believed because yes. she's like, yeah, the, no, there's no way that he wouldn't do that. But he even said the family motto, accuse, stay loyal. <laughs> and then Drew came in and punched him. But Tracy had a really good thought about what if they're actually trying to get to Sonny through this. And it's not really about him or Carly. I didn't go that way. That would be really funny if that's how it turned out since it was Nina that turned him in. Oh! That would be great. That would be so good. That would be great for her to have to stand there and look him in the eye and be like, yep, I'm the one that did this to you. I getting Carly in trouble. Yeah. That would be wonderful. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, ooh, yeah. But then, okay, so Diane goes and talks to Sunny and has her clear boundaries of Cannot tell you about this anymore because you are not married anymore. He didn't realize his spouse or privilege went away. Right. What do you mean when you get divorced, when you're you no longer the not spouse? not to be married to that person and you choose somebody else over your spouse. Don't be surprised if... Yeah. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Yep. No more spousal privilege for you. But then he worked in hypotheticals or she worked in hypotheticals. Yes. About the whole thing. Right. And then she went and talked with Drew and Carly and was like, yeah, only one of you can have me represent you. Right. I feel like that was known ahead of time, too. I know she hooked Drew up by getting him out of the initial questioning. But, yeah, they're going to try to put you guys against each other. You're not a married couple, so you don't have any of that privilege. I can't do both of you. That's not going to work. No. So are we getting a new attorney or? They could bring back. Buchanan. Yes, thank you. I could not think of her first name. I'm like, Buchanan, what's the first name? Let's see. And all before that, Diane went to Robert. I'm sorry, but he makes me lose faith in every man. I know it's not nice, but I have said it often enough that men are just stupid when it comes to relationships. And now you have Robert, who again, 70-year-old man, and he still can't get his crap together, kissing two women on the same day. I just wish... He had pushed Holly away a tiny bit and then like, then Diane would have seen him be like, you're the one that just kissed me. I'm not kissing you. Right. He had his arms wrapped around her. And then whenever Diane questioned him, he was like, oh, she kissed me. I got caught up in the moment. But no, Diane handled that though. So well, she was like, nope, nope, nope. You got to figure this out because I am not going to be 
one of the women that you're choosing between you need to figure out, are you over her and are you ready to be moving on? What did she say? She is not going to build a relationship with a man who is preoccupied with someone else. Yes. I love Diane. I want to know how drunk that plant is though, because he seemed to have the perfect spot to dump that champagne. And she even picked it up like, okay, so you guys were drinking champagne. Yes. Like you were drinking what you opened to share with me. Uh-huh. Lipstick on that other glass, jerk. Mm-mm. She, yeah, she handled it way better than I would have. And then Holly went and talked, was that Felicia or Felicia. Anna? Felicia that she was talking to. Sorry, I just knew it was like one of the older friends, but I couldn't see the scene in my mind. She's like, I think me and Robert are having another, you know, starting up things again, blah, blah, blah. And Felicia said, you know, he kind of has something going on with Diane and she's a very nice lady. She's very reputable, blah, 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 blah. And Holly's just kind of like, meh, whatever. Oh, well, he was mine first. No, he was yours a hundred years ago. Back off. You left. You left him several times. You picked somebody else. Several times. No. And then I think the only other thing that happened was that Chase went back to the PCPD. Everyone gave him a standing ovation. And he immediately, the first file is Cody. Yeah. And Dante's like, I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> well, and even said, he's like, it, it, it's nothing. You know, there's no way that he did it, but it's all yours now. Yeah. So, was that really it? That was it. It was a very boring week. I, I only took the two notes on what I did not like because the rest of it was just kind of, yeah, I don't remember. Well, at one point, Robert did say something about someone would have to go up against ADA Lansing Davis. And so this is not a spoiler on anything we're going. Well, it's, it can't be a spoiler because it happened like 20 years ago. So there's that, but maybe only 15, but still at one point, Sam lost her hearing and Molly knows American sign language and was teaching it to her and teaching it to everybody else. Why does Molly not still use sign language? It, I couldn't find like, where is she proficient? Is she, but she was at least actively trying. Yeah. She was teaching it to Sam. Like she was teaching Sam how to ask Jason to lay down beside her. And it was, it was a really cute scene because Alexis was there and Christina was there and she's like, and here's how you tell mom to back off. (laughs) And so, I mean, it was beyond my name is I need medicine. Right. This hurts. It was conversational. And so I don't remember that being, I, I thought it was great. And I feel like in Molly's profession now, that would be something that she would pride herself on having knowledge of and being proficient. Like that's something I want to learn. I never want to use it in, I want to be able to learn it conversationally enough. So if I have a client that I can actually have a conversation, but nothing legal because I want them to get an interpreter because I'm not messing that up. Right, 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 right. But enough that I can be like, oh, yeah, I like your shirt. What do you think of this wallpaper? Because that's coming back. You can take the class for free from the Oklahoma. I need time. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, I need, you have plenty I need, of it. I don't know what you're talking about. I need less things to do <laughs> that fills up the same 24 hours that everyone else has. Yet I just forget that sometimes. So, yeah. Maybe Molly will bring it back when, assuming that they do, have a baby and teach her baby how to sign. Oh, that would be Oh, maybe cute. they'll adopt. Maybe they'll adopt. Well, that would be good. Yes. Maybe. Yes. Or child. Whatever. That would be perfect. Yes. To show that she has no problem. They will accept any child. Yes. Any. Yes. I love it. Okay. Cool. Okay. All right. So I understand that we just opened up a storyline with her, but let's just fast forward through it and get to the ad- adopting. Yeah. Because pe- 
babies with different needs are under adopted, under fostered, and often a lot of them age out of the system without ever having been part of a home, like really taken care of. Okay, cool. Writers, there you go. Right. I like that. I like that. I, I have her. Yeah. That is perfect. See, we are totally supportive of writers getting whatever they are deserving and asking for. We're just going to give them ideas to jump yes. right back in on. Yes. That actually kind of segues into my re- reality check. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> on Thursday was the Disability and Mental Health Summit. Yes. Which I got to learn even more fun statistics of how much has not changed in the past 14 years and how much how little has, but just how difficult it still is. And the entire morning was dedicated to mental health. And then the entire afternoon was all about disability and it was legislation on both sides that we just talked about all the different barriers around stereotypes with mental health, um, receiving treatment at mental health. I meant to write down some of my notes, but I didn't. And then talked about, you know, difficulties in finding employment in with having a disability And I don't know if it's still there. And I actually meant to check, but the one girl said at one point on Facebook under occupation, you could either check employed, unemployed or disabled. Oh, that's not a job status. It's not. No. So (sighs) it was a frustrating day, but then at night it was our annual. Usually we do like an annual fundraiser event. And this year we didn't, we just did a big thank you for our donors and it's my daughter's school. So it was like an entire emotionally and intellectually exhausting day. <laughs> Did you all over the go place. right to sleep? My God. I was so, my brain was so tired just from hearing all the all over. But the school reminded me like, okay, yeah, the national stats, the month or the statewide stats, however, transitioning into adulthood is like still a mess. And they kept talking about it. But there were so many buzzwords, like people came prepared with the buzzwords. And I'm like, okay, you're sitting in a room talking to, and most of the people that are in the room are working professionals in the field. It's not just limited to parents. Mm -hmm. And I just did not mean just parents. But the one thing that infuriates me is when I reach out to somebody who works in the industry for help, like somebody would come to me and ask about a real estate question. Right. I'm not going to tell them to Google it because that is my profession. That is what I am educated in. Same with people working in these. And oftentimes that's basically what I have to do or I have to do all the work. And then I'm like, here, so there's that. I understand. But on Monday I treated myself to a, I had a client give me a massage gift card and year and a half ago that I finally used. (laughs) And then I treated myself to a facial and pedicure. Oh, nice. So, and I forgot that it was actually the date that I signed my contract with my company. Aww. So it was actually my four-year anniversary. So happy anniversary presents. Nice. And I started classes the same day that we launched the podcast, but I yes. didn't join my office until, what was that, the 8th? So yeah. Very cute. How about you? I always sound so boring because we didn't really do anything that exciting, but. You can have some of mine. Okay. Oh my gosh, I'm trying to think like what we did this week. That's awful. Oh, Madeline and Girl Scouts, because that's my fun adventures. We took a CPR class yesterday. Oh. So we are now CPR certified. So if someone's drowning in your pool, then uh, me and Madeline can save them. So you're welcome. I actually do want to get recertified. It was I haven't really... been since junior year, and I hear that it's changed. Like um, high school. So the basics haven't 
changed as far as, you know, you have to lay them on a hard surface and where you're doing your chest compressions and stuff. But what the has changed process. is the name of the little tabby thing that you feel for is called the xiphoid process. Okay. So he was like taking it down. <laughs> he was teaching it to. I just like that word. So he, I remember that one. He was taking it down to, um, you know, young adult level. And so even when he did use big words, technical words, he would try to not dumb it down, but bring it you know, so that they realize, well, and even the, the body does not have tags on it. So explaining how it feels and where it's located is more important than right. Looking for the name right. of something. Yeah. Right. And he did say, they did say that we are lucky in the town that we live in, that there are a bunch of the AED machines located and that they have like ridiculously specific instructions. Good. And so, Anyone should be able to use them. But the, the main difference is that they don't do the breaths anymore. That's, yeah. And they said that the reason why is because it's very hard to get an open airway yeah. to begin with. And that most people, like, focus on that so much that they waste time. Yep. And that your heart, like, obviously, as you're doing the chest compressions, you're getting the blood to go up to the brain. That's what's most important. Keep oxygen to the brain. And every time that you stop, it like starts settling back down again. Oh, okay. And so you have to like restart from scratch again to get it going. So if you're wasting time trying to give breaths that aren't really working anyway, right. then you're getting less oxygen to the brain. And that probably exhausts you more giving it because you're giving yes. air. And, so. and he just said, you know, it's just a matter of, how many strangers do you really want to put your mouth on? Like who would, I mean, I would put my mouth on a ton of strangers if it saved their lives. Yes. But he said there's still, he made the joke of, um, he was like, I have teenage boys. I know how much I have to stay on them to brush their teeth. I don't want to put my mouth on their mouth. <laughs> and so Fair he said, enough. you know, it's yeah because it's so ineffective. It's not worth the right. Yeah. Whatever. It makes sense. So, um, so yeah, they taught us CPR on adults. They taught us CPR on babies they taught us choking on for babies and adults and then they did a quick little like first aid how to cover a wound whatever and it was really i was surprised the girls were really into it the older girls i guess they had reviewed some of this in their health class so mm -hmm. they knew more and stuff but madeline was like on it in fact when it came to the chest compressions i was like if i'm ever dead i want you to try to revive me because she had it where I was like, nice. oh my God, this is exhausting. <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was our fun Girl Scout outing. We are all now CPR certified. That's awesome though. I love it. So very fun. Yeah, that was really it. Well, today's Mother's Day. So um, the girls did give me my Mother's Day present yesterday because Emily works today and they just mm. bought an assortment of all my favorite candies and chips and some bath stuff. And they got me a new watch band because the rubbery one my skin isn't as sensitive as madeline's but it's sensitive whenever the water would get trapped under it would make that red yucky whatever mm. and so this one's magnetic so it fits tight but it doesn't fit oh. like ridiculous five below yeah so it's huh. really like lightweight that is cute so yeah that was my mother's day so far going to see my mommy later fun fun so i guess join us oh fun fact do you know who was born on mother's day who sam oh yeah did not know that one before. So it, it is meant to be that we are discussing that it on is, this upcoming uh, Thursday. We are going to discuss 
Sam and Alexis's history, their relationship. Oh, it's going to be so good. It's juicy. All right. So have a good week. (laughs) And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 